everyone. Welcome back to Reality 2.0. I'm Catherine Druckman. Today I am talking to Doc Searles. He is back from his conference and we're very happy mm-hmm. to have him back. And we also have Sean Powers. Yeah, and I'm just here there. from last week, right? I, I just never Yeah, left. I know. We <laughs> were just here. But it's great. It's always we good to have We forgot to unlock the door. Sean's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Hasn't it anything to eat? Yeah, we got to feed him and <laughs> feed and water him. <laughs> Yeah. So, so we're going to revisit last week's episode, really, because it's a kind of a hot topic. Our listeners seem pretty interested. We got some email about it. We got, we got a lot of feedback on, hey, Mastodon. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we're going to, we're going to revisit the topic, but with Doc this time, because Doc always has some really great ideas and thoughts on different things. Um, but it's, it's been an interesting week since, since we talked last, there was a great mass joining of various Mastodon instances. And there's been a lot of activity, a lot of people introducing themselves. There have been a lot of sort of tagging of um, various interests and, and people just really kind of going all in on creating kind of a new community for themselves because they rejected the idea of Twitter being sold. And whether or not you think that's a good idea, Mastodon potentially has value to you, especially if you're listening to this show. Um, but yeah, so so it's been an interesting week. I've seen a tremendous amount of activity, just generally, not just you know interacting with me or the podcast, but all all around. Fostedon is a good example. Fostedon has seen you know a huge influx of new people, which is nice to see. But yeah, so uh, so what do y'all think? What's what's the deal with Mastodon? Well, I, so I'm I'm going to speak completely through a hat I'm not even wearing, which is. I really want to listen to the show you guys did last week, but I haven't had a chance yet. So I'm in the dark. And as I was saying before we started the show, I I was a very, very, very early Mastodon user, and I can't find any, I can't find where I was with it. I gave up on it for whatever reason. I think because the, you know, the, the readers were elsewhere, basically for me, I couldn't, I couldn't get the action up. so I want to get back into it. I mean, and, and here's an interesting thing. I, I'll just bring up IW because IW is a hugely leveraged conference that we put on uh, twice a year. And we cap it at 250 people. We had to turn away a lot of people, actually. And though it's a paid conference, it's cheap as paid goes. It's three full days. But lots of stuff came out of there. There's a, you know, OAuth, which is login with whatever, which did, we didn't mean it to be that, but open ID, everything Microsoft's doing with identity, um, good and bad, but mostly good at this point, um, came out of there, at least directly or indirectly. And there was a lot of action talking about Mastodon last week, mostly because people are sort of being scared back into the open world from whatever they imagine uh, Elon Musk is going to do. My own imagination is he's just going to troll the crap out of the thing and not buy it. Or does he have it now? I don't think he has it yet. Does he? I don't know. I don't know. There was some weird stuff about him. This is is like one of the most important things for knowing stuff, right? Because what do we know about news? We don't go to CBS, NBC, CNN, you know, if we're looking at video, we go to Twitter. Twitter is anybody who cares about news will go to Twitter for that, right? Every newscaster has their little at handle on there. We put people's at handles on 
it's incredibly important and nobody knows whether this whether this dude has bought the thing yet or not that's sort of interesting to me <laughs> it's, it's not a done deal i don't think i mean there's there's a, there are a lot of hoops you have to go through to take a you know public company private and and you gotta you know line up the investment and, you know there and i, I saw like, another thing you had to like get a loan based on leveraged shares from yeah, it was some a other crazy. big and the investor stock market crashed too. a thousand points today like, like oh my god don't even yeah i can't think yeah i mean it we, we'll never down. retire it's totally fine i do have to say though doc that people are going to suspect like i slipped you a 20 under the table to say <laughs> that you couldn't remember where your mastodon account was because <laughs> last week my whole premise was i don't know where to sign up how do i know what 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 account, what yeah. server to use yeah. <laughs> So, well, that's, a, hey, so not to completely go off on a tangent, but did, did you settle on anything? Or are you going to use one of your domains or? I'm probably going to use one of my domains and I'm, my data, my micro data center is not quite set up yet. Okay. Uh, and so, but that's probably what, what will happen. So when you use one of your domains, what will the new URL for your Mastodon be? Well, I have several domains, but it's probably going to be Sean at nerdlings.net like at Sean at nerdlings.net will probably be it. Okay. Or maybe Sean powers with the zero for the O. It doesn't have, you do not have to have to, you don't have to have the word Mastodon in there. No. Oh no, not no. at all. Okay, Because it's not in a central server. Okay. So, so for example, I own um, spotted hawk. You would have to run a server running Mastodon and keep it updated on. That's what I'm well, thinking. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. But. To, I have to geek up a Mastodon server on somebody's cloud because I'm not going to fool with Yeah, you can do it on a cloud. So yeah, that's the trade-off. You can have complete full control, host your own, you know, either, you know, locally like Sean, like a very cool person, or, um, you know, on a virtual so, server. But you can also do, there's, there are a few companies who do managed, managed Mastodon. Well, that's the thing. So, so. I so I have managed hosting for Sorrels.com. I have managed hosting for my, my, my mail. Searles.com mail is at Rackspace. Searles.com, the website is at one-on-one -on -one or whatever it's called now. Um, and I and I get a bill from each of them. They're both pretty cheap as it goes, like ten bucks a month. So, um, I, so one of those might actually, in the same way they host WordPress blogs, right? They would host a massive. Um, not necessarily. That? Yeah, it's a little more niche. It. Because, well, because of the resources in, uh, involved, and I think, um, I, I'm not actually sure. I think you need, it may not run on just a generic, you know, shared hosting, or you're going to yeah. need a little bit, it's more resource intensive, as I understand yeah. it. I've never tried to host it myself. As far as I know, there's okay. DNS settings that need to be specified, which could be done at most hosts, but then... I mean, there's, you know, there's like a MySQL database, there's a Redis database, there's, there's a whole bunch of moving parts that work together to do the Mastodon server, the web front end, the federation services that communicate with the underlying, it's a pretty robust system. But I mean, there are some hosting platforms, like Catherine said, I mean, you, you can't pay somebody to host that. I, I think you can use your own custom domains if they host it. Yeah, there was like well, a, I mean, so again, it depends something. on where you yeah, go. Master, yeah, there's master, master host. host there's, prices there's start at six pounds a month, so it's in the UK, I guess. Um, so that's master host. That's not bad. That's cheaper than I'm paying right now for for hosting my own. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though if it if you get your own domain there or if you get like a subdomain of you master probably host. do. Okay, so I don't I don't know. You, I mean, it wouldn't cost them any extra just to let you point your domain there. So 
Yeah, it's just a direct. Okay. I think um, you can use your own. I I actually thought you know maybe that's something we could okay. do. We should do for the podcast. Maybe we need you know a Mastodon instance at realitytwocast.com. Yeah. Why not? You know. Um, or 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 we we could actually revive a frozen Mastodon to come in. <laughs> yes, or we could just do that. <laughs> yeah, or some other extinct species to come in and help us out. Uh, I was I said no. Last week, I ha I still own penguinjournal.com. We can. <laughs> oh, really? I gave up so many. I had I had Bullforge, which I really liked as a name, but I never could do anything with it. Um, I had half a cat. <laughs> That's not something. <laughs> and that came from That's early pretty... on at Linux Journal when, like in the late 90s, we had fun just making up completely strange <laughs> names for 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 uh, domain names and a bunch of them got taken but i got half a cat <laughs> i can so, only, even imagine the logo is it like just a half a cat right there you know it's a logo <laughs> so um you know i wanted to also mention i, I didn't actually do the full spiel before <laughs> when we when we started well, um and saying no no i mean i did most of it you know i, I yeah. just didn't i didn't think you know the people you could finish it i, I usually run think... the music until now and then <laughs> <laughs> we're having too much fun this week yeah uh, like but yeah so I, I i normally thank people for contributing on uh, patreon and, and coffee and, and for sending us emails which you know people have been doing quite a lot but this time we got a, a little tech tip and i wanted to share it um, okay we got a tech tip on via mastodon which was very cool and and that is so so okay backing up a little bit we talked last week about um the idea of identity verification and the fact that you can host your own you can host a Mastodon instance on your own domain that people know already. People may know me and trust that katherinedruckman.com is me. Uh, and therefore, if I were to you know, host a Mastodon instance with my own domain name, they know it's me. It's, I don't need a you know, blue check mark. You know? But you, there's another thing you can do, and that is if you link back uh, with a rel equals me attribute uh, to your Mastodon, profile, you also can get a little sort of a, the equivalent value of a verified profile, and that is the verified URL. So for example, on my personal Mastodon profile, I have a little green check and a little green box that appears around my personal domain name. So it says katherinedruckman.com. So if you trust that katherinedruckman.com is me, then you can see that this is definitely my verified mastodon account because and that's the one on labrum social um labrum. where do you put this link yeah so you put it in if you go to katherinedruckman.com now i guess everyone's going to do that while they're listening <laughs> katherinedruckman.com you go to the bottom and i have a little link to my mastodon profile it's kind of hidden because i quickly added it and i didn't find a mastodon icon so i used a heart <laughs> Oh, no, if that's you drunk look at man. it, okay, I spelled no, just kidding. I didn't spell it right. Uh -huh, no, yeah, okay, it. the heart. Yes, I see it. Yeah, so the heart link, um, it has a rel me attribute in that anchor tag. So okay, that let right? I'm behind here. So I'm at katherinedruckman.com. <laughs> Every where do we yeah, go? Oh, I go to the heart at the bottom. Go to the heart at the very bottom. Okay. And Got if it. you look at that link, it has a rel oh. equals me attribute. And that lets the Mastodon profile know that it's really you and if you look at my 
uh, Librem 1 profile, which is social.librem1, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm at Catherine D at Librem 1. That yeah, is. And yeah. this is a whole other conversation. It kind of gets confusing, right? I can never remember if it's social.librem1 or just Librem1. So anyway, but my uh, Mastodon profile will have a little green box around my personal and, URL. And so you just on your main, like, I, I don't. <laughs> right? Or is this the point where we've lost you and you're like, man, this is complicated. I mean, and no, it was actually no. easier to get the blue check box on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being snobby. Look, I have a blue check mark. Like, I, don't I already need to make got my blue check. No, <laughs> what I don't understand is uh, why does it? I mean, uh, what does did you list CatherineDruckman.com in your profile I or did. something? Yes. So yes. that so, those that's to the two step process. Mm -hmm. It has to be at the root level. Okay. Yeah. So if you list that domain, it will go ping the domain, and it will see that you have a link back to your profile on it and therefore oh, because it, it says nice me green. yep me mm -hmm. although your link on me is not https oddly enough it's just http but still it, it apparently worked because oh, you do you are a green check marked mm -hmm. okay yep, so it worked so i'm already lost so let me find myself here so i see <laughs> a check I, okay i'm looking there's there's this little square of podcast reality to cast me and Catherine Darkman and you're talking right now about me whatever me means is that what that is yeah know. it's what me means basically yeah so if you link to your own site and then oh. you put that attribute linking back to it it this this information is is on the edit profile screen too it's actually there's a little message telling you hey if you want to you know verify this link you can uh you know Put this attribute in it says verification you can yeah. verify yourself as the owner of the links in your profile metadata for that the linked website must contain a link back to your mastodon profile and is yeah. the reason it's not working on the reality to cast because you don't have a me link yeah that's probably right let's see hey we could fix it live on the air talk amongst yourselves <laughs> so so if i want okay at the top it has login or register now what would i be registering in on your site or all of Mastodon or neither or both? I know the answer to that. Tell me. You would be signing up for a Mastodon account on this particular instance. And I don't know okay. which site you're on, whether you're on the Librem 1 site or on the linuxrocks.online site. I'm, I'm on Librem 1. I'm okay, so you would be signing up for a, a Mastodon account on their instance. Now, you could use that account and anybody on any instance would be able to see your stuff because the Federation, but right. your, your handle or your whatever, I'm sure it has a name, your, your tusk. I don't even know. <laughs> your tusk, I like that. Uh, it would be, uh, you know, like D Searles or Doc Searles at Librum, that one. So. Okay. So that, so that's, you know, the struggle I think a lot of people have, and that's, when you interact with people, you you need to use their full, um, you know, their full. It's like an email. Their full tusk. <laughs> yeah, their full tusk. Uh, I'm sure that's not and, the name of it, but. And when you go to somebody's profile on a different server than your own, so I'm let's say I'm using my Librem One account, and I go to follow, um, 
your twit.tv, I believe you have a twit.tv account. If I go to your actual profile page and I say follow, then there's this weird little pop-up thing and it, and it makes you say, okay, which instance are you following this from? And it, it, it's this extra layer of clunkiness. We actually talked about this a little bit when we talked to James Walker. And I think it's those things that have limited adoption and they seem very small. You know, if you are a tech savvy person and, and you know, you're going to go like, what's the big deal? But at the, but at the same time, a lot of people you know, are turned it, off by the tiniest bit of clunky you know, user experience. Yeah, it's, so. it's learning to drive a stick. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. You know, we're saying, you know, uh, you know, it's a, oh, you just need to do these three things in a command line. Uh, okay, you've yeah, just lost sure. a lot of people. No big deal. Right? Just write a bass script, stand on, on your head and, yeah. you know, say a chant. It's all no big deal. <laughs> yeah. When I started Linux Journal and I didn't know shit, one of the friends, I was actually in Seattle when we had an office and everything. It was like, I remember I was trying to do something on this machine. They said, you didn't look at the bug list. You didn't read the man pages. And I'm thinking, what are man pages? I didn't, I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't even know. And it's like that. I mean, it, this isn't quite that far down, but it does. It has, it has some conditionalities to it. It's like two or three layers of conditionalities. And conditionalities are deal breakers for a lot of people. And yet everybody learns to type QWERTY and everybody learns how to type on glass. And, you know, there are, these things can be surmounted if people are motivated. And the trick is to get everybody motivated. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it turns out yeah. Elon Musk is a motivator, I guess. He is a motivator. This is really great. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like the great Favog whose 90 foot head is coming up over the horizon, you know, when he's just like a rich troll, you know, in, in a certain way. Also, Credit where due. I mean, he does get us into space and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, no, he does a he lot. Has, there are a lot of nice things you can say about Elon you know, Musk. Here's a completely sure. irrelevant thing. We go back to the right topic. He has eight yeah. kids. Really? Children. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, been so busy. He yeah. 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 I mean, he he does a lot of really innovative stuff. I mean, he's the guy's an innovator. He's he's the SpaceX yeah. is uh, he's, doing very cool stuff. This, you know, the battery and solar power. You know a lot tunnels. of really good Starlink. i mean you know yeah uh yeah the tunnel under san antonio but yeah i mean that this is uh, an audio podcast but behind me is one of his flamethrowers from the boring I, company yeah <laughs> well, oh, see, really you know no we're, we're secret elon musk fans we just uh, acknowledge that um maybe not everyone is <laughs> and uh caused him a bit of an exodus 30 miles that way and nobody's looking but i, I you know but you guys can see me the rest of the world can't but 30 miles that way is Vandenberg Space Force Base, from which a lot of the Starlink things take off. And you can watch the rocket go up, and then you watch the first stage come off and go back to Earth and land on a 40-foot square platform floating in the Pacific on its ass standing up. That is amazing. amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. But, so, so there's something that I, you know, I actually had this conversation recently. So... You can't, you can't be two different people, right? Elon Musk is a single human being. He is a whole person, you know, <laughs> warts and all. And, you know, on one hand, he's this great innovator doing great work that, you know, helps humanity in lots of ways. But on the other, he's still a billionaire who can just go buy a major communications platform. And those are all part of who he is, right? And, and uh, you can't, and I understand that people have trouble with sort of excusing behavior that they disagree with 
you know, just because he does all these great things. Now, you know, at the same time, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe the Twitter thing isn't a deal breaker for you. You know, I, I don't know. It's a complicated thing. How, how people feel about, yeah. about the, it, I think it's, it makes people feel vulnerable and that's the heart of the issue where, where, when you go to something like a Mastodon instance, you, you feel a little bit more in control of your own destiny. And when somebody yeah. can just swoop like in that. and buy this major platform, it makes you feel like very small. And I think that's the root of the issue. But yeah. Anyway. I really like the Mastodon technology. There are, yeah, there are, there's a couple of things that would make it smoother. And I don't know, I don't know how to make those things happen. You know, like the whole instance in your address includes, you know, a specific uh, instance that you're a part of, but also if you're depending on the reason you're on Twitter, you know, if you want to follow famous people or you want to follow large companies or you want to, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of those people are going to move. So I think that Mastodon may be the new place for some of what people use Twitter for, Yeah. but I don't think it's going to necessarily, you know, I think there is a, what, what's the opposite of Exodus? Uh, oh, um, influx. And In, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make up a word, enough. but it, it felt Inf too. No, that would have been better yeah. though. That would have been yeah. fun. So uh, the, the mass influx to Mastodon, I don't think is an equal Exodus from Twitter. No. You know, I think it's uh, one more thing, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not going to replace Twitter. What it feels like to me is the early days of Twitter when it was just some geeks kind of experimenting with a new communication platform. And people compared it to, you know, again, remember we mentioned last week, there was the, the main feed. Imagine that today, right? Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking, so, Doc, do you remember Twitter? When Twitter was young, one of the tabs was the home screen where every tweet that anybody was doing right. was just scrolling by. And you could, I mean, it went fast, but you could see them. <laughs> so, so let me tell you my Twitter story, how er this was for me. There was a company called Odeo that was run by a bunch of guys, including... Jack Dorsey, Ev Williams, Biz Stone, somebody else. Um, and Odeo was, I was about a, a, something or other. And they had us, and Ev was showing me Odeo. I don't even remember what Odeo was. And a side thing they had was this short way that you could do something like texting called Twitter. <laughs> and it just happened to be there. It was like this gravy on the other thing they were doing, you know. And what I also remember about Ev at that time was, they were struggling. I mean, they had nothing. They had this little startup that was, they, they were a bunch of guys who were just doing it over again. You know, he had, um, um, what was the blog platform that, that Google bought? Cause they, uh, blog space, blog, whatever. Anyway, blogger, uh, blogger, blogger. Um, well, they actually bought the parent company of blogger and they brought in all those people that worked for blogger, you know, worked there and, that was so close to not making it blogger itself. It was like running on some servers in Ev's garage or something, you know, and he was really afraid. Like, I don't want to let all these people down. Google bought them and, you know, took care of that. But then they just took what little money they had, I think, and they made Odeo. And Twitter was like this other thing that happened. You know, it's like lightning strikes and you never know. You know, and I remember for years there was no monetization. Like nobody oh, knew how they were no, ever no, going to no. make money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and it actually asked the question, what are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Such right. A funny thing. And yeah. Well, the, the idea was that it was a stream of people's messenger statuses. 
like status so, messages. So here's some credit and discredit where due. Twitter was plagued by the fail whale. Remember the fail whale? Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was it, failing. It got a job as the, the Docker time. mascot, though. Was that? That's true. <laughs> the fail whale got a new job as the Docker mascot. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. In the meantime, credit where due, how often did Facebook fail? Like twice in the whole history. There were a couple of big failures now and then. But they had bigger infrastructure, they did more, and they didn't crash because they hired all those people from Google. I probably, you know, they, they had a big, you know, raid going on, but yeah. So I'm just giving Facebook a little bit of credit there. And Twitter got it together. They haven't, they haven't crashed in a long time. So can, can Mastodon be another popular successful, uh, I don't even know if alternative is the so. right word because I mean, for example, Instagram is not that, drastically different from Twitter, except that it's, you know, every post has to have a photo, but I don't know that that's enough to explain how much of a dominant social, you know, platform it is. Is Mastodon like the, maybe going to become what Twitter wanted to be originally, like Catherine said, like a stream of just, you know, people's chatting where, you know, that's where you go for conversation and Twitter is where you go for consuming uh, more data. I don't even know. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm wondering if they can live happily together. I have two theories on that. One is, I think Mastodon is perfect for community. I think it's perfect yeah. for communities of confined spaces and that they can be federated is a real huge advantage. And once they take off, it could easily be like the better next door, like the non-toxic next door, because each Mastodon probably will have some at least informal vernacular rules for engagement. We're in this neighborhood watch, we're in this, you know, we're the fire department, whatever else it is, where you have a kind of community of interests and they develop a little commons. That's my fantasy for it. I think Mastodon has the chance to be that. Um, so that's A. B is, I think some things can only be done by giants. And I, this is like one of the big, horrible and awful, but really true lessons of Web 2.0, which is you need big cloud and big management and expensive servers in data centers to do a lot of stuff. And, um, and people like some centralization. They like going and they like the sense that there is a place. There's a place called Facebook. There's a place called Twitter. There's a place called Instagram. And you're there and you know the rest of that group is there, but but the, that world is there and it's good for that. But I also think that making communities is we're really at the start stage of that. We've tried several times before. We've always tried to do it in a centralized way. I think the federated way that Mastodon is doing it is extraordinarily promising. If there's a kind of a critical mass of, of this word of mouth about adoption where I didn't want to do a Facebook group. We did a Mastodon group and said, why? Well, it's not on Facebook and we, we, we're much, we have much better governance for it because it's just us and we know each other, you know, it's a community. Um, that's my hope for it. And I say this as somebody who's not yet a user and maybe next week when I am a real user, I'll say, you know, everything I said last week on the show was bullshit, you know, so I don't know. 
but that's my fantasy. I like it. I I have actually noticed um, Mastodon sort of becoming, well, uh, the nature of the Federation is such that each server or instance can have its own identity, right? So it kind of becomes a little uh, community within a community. Um, most people will have a feed of from their own Mastodon instance, right? And then they'll they'll have a yeah. they'll maybe have a federated feed from the from the larger from a larger group. But um, but yeah, they kind of become I don't know these mini communities. So I think that yeah. And you have to pick one. Maybe that's maybe that's my big complaint. Maybe that's the the solution to to my my concerns maybe there needs to be a way to have accounts on multiple instances you know i i am part of multiple communities you know some mm -hmm. geographic communities right, yeah. some, some uh, interest-based communities yeah. if there was a central way to tie them together mm, you know yeah, and maybe it's a multiple. client that i can decide like is this a you know a global toot where i you know put it out to all <laughs> of the instances or uh, am i just tooting at this particular instance and anytime anybody toots at me I, is that the is that the terminology am i using the, i feel ridiculous saying yes tooting, it is but, a toot okay it's a toot. um so if Boost somebody toot. toots at me from any instance i get that at my central locale and maybe that's just a client maybe maybe all i need to do is develop an app that supports lots of um you know accounts at multiple instances and smoothly integrates them together so you can follow me on any of them and mm -hmm. and it's me all the time because i see any reference to me from any instance and maybe maybe the apps do that maybe that's already maybe i just need to do that and uh, because i mean apps support multiple instance multiple accounts maybe they do work together in that smooth way that i'm imagining um, I haven't noticed that, but it is easy to manage multiple accounts from one uh, from the like the, the Mastodon you know actual native app on. The, yeah. Oh yeah. You you I actually have, have multiple one. accounts because yeah, you have so the Reality Two Cast and the exactly yeah. and yours. But yeah, it, I don't know. There's just some global integration would make sense to me. But I I wouldn't want to lose track of one, right? I would want any. I would want like a combined feed of all the stuff so I could see them all. And then if I reply to somebody, it replies on the instance that they, you know, tooted at me from. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mastodon making 12 year olds of us all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a question. Um, let's say, let's say somebody um, uh, wants to start a, an antiques obsessive, uh, I'm trying to think of something that would be a community. Um, and maybe we should make a geographic. Collector, sure, yeah, I'd be into that. You know, like, let, let's let's say, um, uh, well, let's just say antiques collectible, because that's one of the things that uh, seems to be a thing in, in Bloomington, Indiana, where we I usually am right now. Um, so, so let's say somebody starts Bloomington Antiques as a mastodon group and everybody can participate in that like an instance well no. yeah like an instance okay well that would be that's what you would call it it would be well like, if they like hosted it so it would be like bloomington or i don't remember you said what the name of the town was but uh, Bloom, uh, bloomington antiques or antiques. so bloomington antiques dot online well, or something yeah i i mean yeah it would be it would be one of the mastodon things okay and um uh my uh my computer went into uh, the thing. So um, 
but it's at you know it's at um that's i don't know uh at to be anything.org let's say but would and people are writing there they're talking to each other there and is this is this findable by google in other words if i want to search and i run it will i run across that or is it going to be private in a set by nature where you have to be a member in order to do something in order to talk on it so i don't have a sense of it so i, don't I know. think I think the answer, of course, is depends. I don't know that Google yeah. is going to index Mastodon servers. I don't know if public toots are, I mean, they're they're public, right? Because I mean, like I'm not logged in and I just went to the reality to cast page right. on linuxrocks.online and I can see those. So um, I, I guess, you know, it could be indexed by Google, but you know, it's probably one of those, just like any other website, right? Do you, do you tell would, Google would not they? to or like the well, robots? They, they, they used to remember when Google used to index Twitter and <laughs> they don't anymore. They don't. Okay. So they don't. No, I don't I think they so. Did. Do they? Oh, they don't. Do they? I think they I don't did. know. You used to be able to search Twitter from Google and I don't, I confession, so I, I searched, haven't used Google in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just searched on DuckDuckGo for Catherine Druckmann and Mastodon and yeah. um, I'm not seeing that domain up high. Okay. Um, it's not, maybe if I go hit more results, um, not seeing it. It would be on the Libram one site. Well, uh, right now I'm, I'm actually thinking of, um, uh, of, I'm looking at, you know, yeah, Libram one, I'm looking at the Libra one run one. Um, so I'm not seeing it and I could add a few things like, let's see, let me try to add, uh, Bastard and privacy. Well, yeah, okay. So that's so they do. Yeah, Google. Um, sorry, Google does index people's profiles, but do they index the individual tweets? Maybe they do, and I just didn't realize. Yeah, I think they do. I think I've found okay. tweets that way. But um, now I, I have to add that Google used to index pretty much everything. And I've found there are lots, there's lots of my old stuff that's disappeared off Google because if they're not page rank is no longer about inbound links. It's now about currency and popularity and shit like that. So it's better there's something else. Oh, yeah. Like to the individual tweets are, I, I completely take it back. Individual tweets are indexed. Interesting. Yeah. There, there was something different though. There used to be like a separate, a dedicated Twitter. I, I can't remember what there used to be where Twitter was featured more prominently, but um, yeah, I can't know. I, 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 I really like, like, by the way, that time. we don't know the answers to things. And no. most, po <laughs> most podcasts, you bring in the authority who has like a definitive clear answer, you know, um, you know, here's the abortion debate. Does life begin with birth or does life begin with conception? Here's conception over here, there's birth over here, big arguments on both sides. Um, but we actually don't know what we're talking about entirely. So, <laughs> so that, well, we know what we're talking I mean, about. We don't have enough knowledge to fully back it up. This episode aside, <laughs> I, I do think, I think our general theme with reality to cast <laughs> reality 2.0 i think our general theme is raising complicated questions this one maybe not yeah. so much you know mastodon versus twitter is well, not that complicated a conversation however you know we, we we always raise more questions than we answer and i think that's you know that's our thing so that's uh, yeah. that's our charm <laughs> yeah well it's 
it's it's a conversation among you know people who don't who know a lot but not enough you know and yeah, that's how it. will we ever find the answers unless we talk through the yeah. problem well that's i mean when we invite kyle he, he knows everything well he knows all the yeah answers. we sometimes we bring in our own mentat to uh <laughs> <laughs> to work it out for us <laughs> we, we we need our muscle too who's that <laughs> i guess that's you catherine <laughs> i guess i don't know it could be our muscle. Mm, oh. funny yeah well we've had fun have we covered we have, had have fun. we covered mastodon we've covered the mysteries have, of mastodon i it's something i have to say i um i almost never get jet lagged in my body like my body adjusts very quickly to whatever whatever time zone i'm in but i screw up other things like like i think of this show as starting at the end of the day, right? Not at three o'clock, right? Or at two o'clock. I think of it starting as like four or five, you know, which because I'm on East Coast time. My head's on East Coast time. And like I thought my I just went I had an appointment at the Apple store today and and it was at I guess I don't know, it was it an, an hour and a half ago. But I actually thought it was the late in the day because I made the appointment in Indiana, not in California. So <laughs> And I'll never fix this. Maybe like, we should <laughs> just maybe we should just switch to flat Earth because it makes the time zones a lot easier. Let's just uh, yeah. You know, if you join that team, does all do all those uh, scheduling conflicts go away? No, I, well, no, <laughs> yes, no, they don't. But I, it just makes it worse, but in a more interesting way. I think, <laughs> I think, I think you know you could take the sundial approach. You know we'll meet when the sun is straight overhead or we'll meet at sunset or some other thing like that. That way, you know, you can, you can look at the clock in the sky and know what it is. Unless of course it's cloudy. <laughs> oh. I did. Um, I do want to mention, um, I, I neglected to uh, mention that the Mastodon tip about profile verification was brought to us by our uh, follower named Chris on mastodon i i don't want to completely read out his account name because yeah because uh, we're a privacy based uh, podcast. yeah you know like but thank you chris for for alerting us to uh, that ability if you'd like to thank chris here's his home address yes and telephone number and social security number i don't know if he's even american he's not but um that's yeah anyway <laughs> Well, thank you, Chris. And, and that's cool too. And, uh, oh, I see you. it now says me. So did we get the, did we get the magical green check mark yet? I think no. it didn't. I don't know. I think it did it wrong. I'll have to fix it. <laughs> did you click on the link after making the change? I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what it takes. My other one was pretty instantaneous. Maybe Linux rocks online just doesn't do it. Oh, that's it true. It Maybe. No, it says it does. I don't know. I'll, I'll play with it later. All right. You can blame me. Yeah, it's all good. So yeah, join 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 us on Mastodon. I think we've said our, our account name so many times that surely people can find us. Except and Sean still doesn't have one, or he has five and he doesn't know what oh, but, one is. Yeah, real. but by the time somebody's listening to this a month from now. Yeah, but I still haven't decided what it's gonna okay. be on my own. Thing. Yeah, but they'll come to reality two cast and they'll find the episode and it'll be okay. in the notes because I can oh. edit them after the fact. See? Oh, okay. Yeah. So stay tuned. Keep keep visiting, keep refreshing that page until we update it with Sean's account information. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I do have several accounts out there. I just I don't even know how to get to them. 
I'm such a bad technologist. No, there's no such thing. What's a bad technologist anyway? That's a cartoon right there. Bad technologist. Bad, bad answers. Oh my gosh, that's your next comic. Bad huh? answers, yeah. I'm a bad technologist. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't even know what that Wrong means. Wrong answers only. <laughs> right. Well, today, so today's comic, uh, Blue and Yellow are talking to each other on a, a cup and string telephone. So, I mean, that's pretty low go. tech. Yeah, that is very low. <laughs> Have you ever actually tried that, by the way? Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It, I, it actually I did when works I was a best. Like I have hanging out there because I used to do like radio DXing a copper wire, a copper wire with a between two tin cans is pretty good. It's pretty good, but it still sounds awful. And it's like, and, and you're listening to it, it's like, that's cool. And there's actually no point other than that was cool one time, right? Just got that's pretty much what the conversation of my comic was today. Can you hear oh, really? me? Isn't that cool? And then yellow says, yeah, that was cool, but no, we are not getting rid of our cell phones and just getting cups. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I know I need my slab. I need my rectangle. Rectangular life. Mm -hmm. We're all in rectangles now. So I'm going to borrow a question from that other podcast. You can occasionally catch us on, which is floss weekly. Um, and is there anything we didn't cover? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I'm sure there's an infinite amount we didn't cover. Well, here's something that is interesting to me at this stage, which is, you know, at what point, you know, that, oh, oh here, here, here it is. You know, if like I do photography and I reached a point today where the upgrades that were automatic, at least as I understand it, I might be wrong, but the point will be okay, even if I am wrong upgrades to both old and current versions of Adobe Photoshop no longer worked with an older piece of software that I utterly depend on to do photography that's no longer supported. So, um, and, and, and it had to do with Adobe Raw, um, uh, uh, not Adobe Raw, but reading raw files from Sony cameras. I have a new Sony camera which is actually 10 years old but it's it, it produces a raw file with the suffix dot a or w so here's the thing in order to do this right to make everything work i'm really going to have to get a new laptop to get one that does what i want is going to be really six thousand dollars it's going to be like the top apple thing i can't do it with a linux thing because they're i'm sorry but the surface out there i'm stuck in appleville Sorry, Linux fans, I just am. So I have to operate in that universe. And I'm actually thinking, am I done? I'm literally, am I done with photography now? What I should do is use the tools I have, do the processing on everything I've already shot and stop because it's too expensive. I mean, and, and, or, and also because here's an interesting thing. All the camera shops are closing up because everybody has a camera on a phone now. So really, Apple and Google run photography at this point. It's not Nikon and Canon and Sony and Fuji. Those are all in the pro area. So it's kind of like if you want to do the pro thing, you're really laying out a lot of money. And then on top of all of that, it's all got to be on drives. And how long do they last? Because how long are the file formats going to last in those things? 
is that people say, well, put it all in a cloud. Well, you stop paying your rent on a cloud and it's gone, right? So, and how long is your disk drive gonna last if you're just saving it off on a disk drive that nobody's gonna use in 10 years and isn't gonna start? Just a thought, I mean, where where there's this, there's this curve that goes up in what you spend in order to stay in a field. And at a certain point it breaks, or I think it breaks. It's I guess I, I do have an answer for you, Doc. Was to what? What's your answer? Would you get more joy out of continuing, or oh yeah, for sure. Of, I would, then I would get more if joy you can out afford of, it, then do then it. Do it. Yeah, and that's where I am with it. The, the yeah, answer okay. is yeah, but it's going to cost me probably what it would cost me to buy a car, you yeah. know, which is which I'd have to do anyway. And I'm, but I mean, it's going to be that. I will. I will make that purchase. But there's still, but I'm, I know at least two photographers who have simply dropped out because they're, they got priced out. They're just priced out. They're done. They're actually done. So, so that's just interesting to me that we're, we're at this, but, but it, this is not something with a real easy answer. It, it's, it's digital existence. It's a side to digital existence where certain specialties are going to cost a lot and everything is volatile, you know? I mean, we've, we've always said this distinction in the digital world about volatile memory and non-volatile, right? So, you know, or random access in some cases, another way of looking at it. But, um, so I'm, I'm just thinking on this stuff. Yeah, archival storage is a big issue because there's, yeah. No, yeah. there's no permanent digital archival storage. No, there's, there's not various and, levels of of long term and i feel like this is another whole podcast uh yeah, but i think we actually yeah, did it is old it. i didn't mean to oh, it. so okay. we can make it we'll make that about next week you know and see when doc has all <laughs> come back shows. when we talk about yeah. i don't know i say go back to buy, film just go back to film <laughs> any new back you buy today just so you know will come in on july 6th it'll start oh. being available on july 6th and wow. i know the apple store in santa monica or venice beach or something told a friend of mine there that they're totally slammed right now because everybody's repairing their old computers while they wait for new ones. Oh, wow. Is this the chip shortage thing? I assume that applies it's, to all chip manufacturers. And, and it's being at war with China, stuff like that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I was just thinking as you were talking about photography that I, when I was in college, I took photography with a camera that was older than me. My, it was my parents um you know old school canon fully manual yeah, yeah everything yeah. and that, that it's never you we had you had the the felt replaced to make sure it was still light sealed yeah. and you know you could but it was never going to break i mean there's nothing to break right no did it have the split image viewfinder where you could focus with a split image and and you lined up the split image oh it did That's have really a split old. i think it might have wait I mean, that sounds familiar i mean it had the little a little, cir Maybe. little circle, a circle in, the cir in the middle. In the yes, inside. yes, yeah. I had that. Yeah, we had that. Yeah, that was a split image viewfinder. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Before, you guys before, are nerdy. Again, older than me. It was an old camera older yeah. than me. So, FTB? I think that was right. I'm curious. Anyway. Um, if anybody's still listening at this point, there are people <laughs> who listen to our, if, if like, listen to the away, podcast. Um, yeah. I'm curious if people like the... Um, less structured do you like it when we just are just friends ramble. talking yeah right yeah, i wonder yeah, if that's a a, an enjoyable listen so it, if you're still listening please let us know 
if this yes. is the kind, yeah. if you enjoy this, not every, not every week. Far, is this but, and if you, if you made it this far and you don't enjoy it, I'm, I kind of wonder why, but please feel free to uh, let us know that as well. <laughs> I, yeah. I wish the y'all would stop earlier, but for some reason I, I couldn't reach the, the button to turn you off. <laughs> <laughs> I was Where in the bathtub and the phone button? was across the room <laughs> and Siri wouldn't listen. Uh, oh, too funny. No. Wow. Because, yeah, I'm curious. So, because honestly, the other alternative was, you know, like, I, I maybe we don't do an episode this week. And that sucks, right? I mean, it's fun to. Mm. to yeah get together and talk and yeah or, i mean we could curious. have had a more structured um sometimes we do these when it's just kind of more laid back and uh, the alternative would have been um discuss you know we do the, the format where we discuss articles i actually really mm -hmm. enjoy those too but you know i, I enjoy yeah. it all i mean i'm here for the conversation so. well and that was the thing i wasn't saying like hey maybe we should change formats where we don't ever prepare no no, just no. i know i, I, just I totally see what you mean but yeah. I, I don't think we would I mean, I hope. Yeah, I'm just curious if people I think enjoy the format. Is we start and we stop, and everything else is yeah, uh, we start for grabs. There, there's um, um, but I, I'm thinking like I listen to. It's interesting. I mean, the farther we get into pandemic and war, uh, the more I want to listen to sports, uh, just to get away from it all. And so, yeah. and I'm a big basketball fan, so I listen to a number of basketball podcasts, and they're out. Some of them are over an hour long, and way over an hour long. And all, most of it's just conversation. For the most part, it's just mm -hmm. conversation. But it's among people who know their stuff, but they don't know everything because it's sports. You know, there are things happen, and, and we're kind of in a sport here. Only it's many sports. We're having, I mean, Mastodon in itself is a sport. Nerd sport. Nerd <laughs> sports. Tune in now for nerd sports. <laughs> there probably is a nerd sports already out there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's the Mastodon instance I'm on. Sean at yeah. nerdsports. No, I'm not. Please don't go there. It's probably a porn site. <laughs> I hope not. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, well, cool. I, I, I think note, we've covered it. On, on that note, yeah, we all that Sean brought something. up a porn site. <laughs> there is a nerdsports. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'll on that it, note. I'll put it our chat, it's there. Here's, okay. here's a, that's a nerdsports guy's yeah. I don't even okay, know. Okay, well, there, there's our, our link uh, it's, uh, for it's our got, reading list. Oh, it's just t-shirts. <laughs> it's a t-shirt place. Okay. That's good. Whatever. Well, thank you, everyone. If you've made it this far, I commend you. Send us an email. Let <laughs> us know your thoughts. And I I will give you a gold star. I don't know. I'll have to think about what, you know, how I'm going to figure that out. But, a you virtual, know. A virtual gold star. An NFT of a gold star. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but come back, come back next week because we may or may not have another exciting guest. In addition to Sean Powers, we may. Uh, we, I can guarantee we will have a good time, and we'll probably talk about some interesting. That's a pretty safe bet. <laughs>